Welcome to this podcast by Gary Ryan from Organisations That Matter as part of our Professional and Employability Development Series. This podcast is titled The Importance of Raising Our Awareness of Our Mental Models. Mental models are our theories about how we believe the world works. They affect everything from our personal relationships to the way we behave at work and the future that we believe that we can create for ourselves. Mental models are extremely powerful because they affect the way we behave. Sometimes they can cause us to behave in ways that are incongruent with our personal values, causing considerable internal misalignment. Many of the challenges of working with our mental models is that they are subconscious, that is, we don't even know that we have them. Another significant and related challenge is that we need our mental models to help us to navigate our way through the complex world that we live in. Deep-seated, our mental models develop over time and come from our cultures, our family experiences, our religious beliefs, our education and our general life experiences. Like many theories, our mental models are useful in some circumstances and not in others. Just like the theory, what goes up must come down, is useful on the planet Earth, but it isn't quite so useful out in space. In space, what goes up just keeps on going. So the question regarding our mental models is not whether they are right or wrong. It is whether or not they are useful in helping us achieve whatever it is that we are trying to achieve. To illustrate the power of mental models, I will use a metaphor. Just like a video camera can record events from a single perspective, our eyes and ears can also act like a video recorder. Our personal video recorder is controlled by our mental models. In other words, our mental models tell our video camera what to see, what to ignore, what to zoom in on and what to zoom out on. Our mental models can even cause our video recorders to use an on-the-spot editing function where we can actually add things and take things out if what we are seeing doesn't fit with our mental models. So mental models are quite powerful. An example that I've used many times involves P plate drivers. In Australia, probationary car drivers have to display a P on their car so that all other drivers know that they have only recently obtained their driving license. Imagine if a person held a mental model that all P plate drivers were terrible drivers. If we were to download that person's video footage after they had driven to work, what images of P plate drivers do you think that we would see? Just like you would see on one of the TV screens that you see in a TV studio if you've ever seen such a thing. Having asked this question many times with people with whom I've worked, their responses are regularly things like this. They say that the video footage would show P-platers talking on their mobile phone while driving, text messaging while driving, tailgating, which means driving really closely behind you, changing lanes without indicating, speeding, etc., etc. Quite literally, the person who held such a mental model would not see any good behaviours by the P-plate drivers. Let's now look at a different scene. The person with the mental model that all P-plate drivers are terrible drivers is leaving a sporting event that had had a capacity crowd. The car park is full and everyone is trying to leave at the same time. A P-plater happens to let this person in so that they can leave the car park ahead of the P-plater. What video footage do we believe that we would now see if we were able to download it from the person who holds the mental model that all P-platers are terrible drivers? Regular responses that I've received to this question over time include The P-platers car stalled so he or she didn't let me in. I took the initiative and took the space when it was available. 
The P platter was too busy text messaging, so I took the space when it became available. The P platter had turned around to talk to his or her friends and created a space in front of him or her, so I took it. Notice that these answers do not recognise the fact that the P platter let them in. If the person did believe that they had been let in instead of having taken the space, as indicated by the responses already recorded, what do you think we might not see on the person's video footage of the incident? A very fast response that I usually hear in answer to this question is the P-plate on the person's car. Quite literally, the P-plate may disappear from the person's footage because it does not match with their mental model. This is very powerful. We see what we want to see, not necessarily what is actually there. This example demonstrates the power of mental models. They can be so powerful that we literally do not see things even if they are really there. This highlights the capacity for our mental models to be flawed. However, many people do not believe that their mental models could be flawed. Instead, they believe that their mental models are not only 100% accurate reflections of reality, but everyone else should also hold that particular mental model, and that it is obvious that that mental model is an accurate mental model. People have mental models about their own race, other races, their own religion and other religions, etc, etc. Mental models, when shared, can be used to even go to war. In terms of a workplace, it is critical that we try to increase our awareness of our mental models. As many of our mental models are subconscious, it can take some time to uncover what we really believe about a workplace. Some questions to consider to help you raise your awareness of work-based mental models include the following six questions are questions that could help you in this scenario. Question number one, what is the most important department in your organisation? Question number two, when an opportunity is presented to you that involves doing more work or work at a higher level, what is the first question that you ask of your supervisor? Question number three, what size office should a senior manager have? Question number four, should specific car parks be available for certain staff members, and if so, who should get them? Question number five. Who is responsible for the performance of the team within which you work? Question number six. If you are a manager and you are asked a question and you do not know the answer, what is your response? Your answers to the questions above will provide some insight into your own mental models. Once you discover a mental model, it is worth asking yourself, why do I think that? five times in a row. This is what we call the five whys tool. Eventually, your answer to the last why question may reveal your subconscious mental model. While this can be hard work, it is often very, very useful. You may discover that on some issues your mental models are flawed. The problem with flawed mental models is that they can get you to choose information that fits with your mental model. This causes you to quickly jump to conclusions that are, in fact, inaccurate. You may like to listen to the podcast, The Danger of Jumping to Conclusions, and a tool that can help. You may then take action based on a flawed mental model. Such action can often make the situation that we're experiencing worse. For example, I once said to a team member when I was a young manager, don't bring me problems unless you have solutions to them. Problems stopped coming to me, but they weren't being solved either. The staff just started hiding things from me because I had effectively told them that I didn't want to know about their problems if they didn't already have a solution to them. How silly was that? 
It wasn't that the problems no longer existed, I had just made it even more difficult for the team members to raise them with me. In terms of high performance, both on a personal level and in the context of an organisation, it is better to discover a flawed mental model so that you have the opportunity to adopt a more useful one than to remain ignorant of why you believe what you believe. If you would like to learn more from our professional and employability development series, please contact us at studentsthatmatter.ning.com or at our organisation, Organisations That Matter, orgsthatmatter.com. This is Gary Ryan and thank you for listening.